Voice of the Black and Amber. Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. <coughs> you kind of come out with top of like winning three matches you need. If it was uh, a walk in the park, it wouldn't suit you at all now, to be honest with you. And look, Venice Bridge came to the floor today and look, we were lucky to go on top. Good test against Dainsford. Massive battle against Dixborough. So in terms of preparation, getting good quality games in, um, it really stood to us um, today. Um, a great stepping stone, but we know we have a, a serious battle in two weeks' time. They're working hard, you know, we're hooking, we're blocking, we're doing the dirty stuff, and sometimes when you do the dirty stuff, the scores come off that. There is a lazy streak in us, but it's getting that out of the lads, and when they're working hard, you know, they they hurling with them, and we're we'll following the scores with them. And the good teams never give up, and um, look, we got the rub of the green today and we got all the line, but just unbelievable, terrific spirit, terrific character, and most of all, a terrific win, and we're looking forward to finding, again, uh, a very good taller team. Community Radio Kilkenny City, number one for sport. JJ Cavan and Sons, sponsoring Friday Talk Sport from 6 to 7 on Community Radio Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. A very good evening, very welcome to Friday Talk Sport, which incorporates Split the Pot. So we'll go to Split the Pot first thing. <laughs> All right, um, right. Scrutineer is Marcella this evening. Scrutineer is Marcella. New, new scrutineer. Uh, yeah. Marcella. Yeah, we, we like giving to. giving them a good shake up. We like to freshen it up. Yeah. And pull Marcella whenever you're ready. Very good. Very enveloped. And we have... What's the first prize? €735, Euro, Pat. Right. Back a little bit from the last time, but we're down a few of our top troops, but there's nothing wrong with 700 Wallace, I would say, I would say so. It's Christy Wallace. Well, if Christy it's... And JC suggests to me it's Jim Cashin. If it's Christy Wallace out in Cuff's Grange. Yeah. So. He works in Tireland. He's the chief, <laughs> the chief tire man. All right, in, in okay, well, I think it is. Yeah. And would he have bought that in the Grange Inn? Because oh, Jim Wallace has been down on his knees for years. There is no doubt, but he got it in the Grange Inn. Brilliant. Well, it looks like Christy <laughs> Wallace, and I'll ring Christy in a couple of minutes, and we'll just we'll confirm that. So uh, that's great news. €735 Euro for Christy. Marcella has pulled again. And Tina Dowd comes second, and I'd say Tina might well have sold that herself, or Tommy Dowd, I'd say, sold that. Oh, very good. Tina Dowd. Second prize, eighty euro. So congratulations, uh, Tina, and you know a great woman to, to sell envelopes, especially Christmas. So congratulations, eighty euro to you, which will short, right. shorten the day yeah. in a good way. And third prize, please, Marcella. Thank you, Teresa Fox. So Teresa Fox and Mick Cummins sold that one. So Very Teresa good. Fox, great fifty job. euro for Teresa Fox. So Christy Wallace and and. There's a, there's a bonanza going to the parish, Pat, to your parish. Oh, absolutely. Well, 735 years. Well, Christy had a great birthday celebration there a couple of years ago, so we might even have more celebrations. Okay. Christy originally from Leash, so he celebrated in Leash and he celebrated in Kilkenny. 
on different occasions. That's an ecumenical <laughs> celebration. <laughs> so we might celebrate this too. Yeah, great stuff. Well, that's Congratulations to Christy and thanks as always to everybody who bought envelopes and everybody who sold envelopes and to all the uh, retailers and uh, congratulations to our winners. Thanks, Pat. Fantastic. Thanks to Marcella for pulling uh, all the winners today. Great stuff. All right. Uh, we better go racing with Bear Scott and uh, Bear, you can pick more winners and make more money for our listeners. <laughs> we'll have a go, Pat. We'll have a go. Up in Dundalk as usual. And uh, of course, the way the weather is, there has to be washed out almost everywhere. But Dundalk looks okay. Their ground seems to be in good order and the uh, horses run away. So we'll have a look. But there's three races over already up there. The 440 was won by number one. Also, cracked the 5 to 2 favourite. Second was number two, Carrick Painter, seven to one, and third was number fourteen, Hasten Slowly, eight to one, and thirteen ran. The five fifteen, this was won by number nine, Jafel, five to one. Second here was number ten, Banana Tree, eleven to two, and third was number three, Yokel, at twenty five to one. The beaten favourite there was number one. The 545 went to number 10, Slave Binion, 5 to 1. Second was number 5, Londoner, 6 to 1. And third was number 3, Martinstown, the 11 to 8 favourite. And uh, I think 11, I'm not sure. But um, the 615 is just about the, the milling around behind the stars there. So I'm going to leave that one and switch on to the. 6.45, we'll have a look at that. It's the Division 1 of a handicap for three-year-olds and upwards. Uh, seven furlongs. The favourite today was number three, Hale Bop at 9-2. It was then 5-1, to one, number nine, Vaughan Craddock. 11-2, number 12, Eglish. 6-1, to one, number two, Cabrigia. And 8-1, Barr. And the favourite here, Bob, was a winner here a couple of weeks back and uh, only barely won, only got up on the line to win, but nevertheless was a winner. There's been money for this number nine, Von Krollop, who has been running really well without winning recently. However, his last run in the Cora was a poor one, but um, I might pay to ignore that. Wayne Hassett in the saddle here claiming seven, a young man that's riding really well. English, a horse that on a good day would certainly be there, thereabouts. You just can't be sure when he's going to have a good day. He hasn't won, I think he's won here altogether five times, but he hasn't won in nearly two years, so it'll probably be dangerous getting stuck into him tonight, but you never know, but that one Prolock is the one I'd be interested in there. Division 2 at 7.15. Again, the usual 14 runners. The favourite today here was, uh, it was joint favourite, in fact, number 2, Jello, and number 7, Trish Hooley River, uh, one that has been certainly a bit of a gamble on today. Jamie Heffernan in the saddle there. Everything points to a bit of a touch being attempted there. Maybe they'll pull it off. Number three, Bucky Larson, is uh, 13 to 2, along with uh, number five, Mother Cash, both of them 13 to 2, and it's 8 to 1 bar. 
Bucky Larson has been surely coming to the ball. He's won a few times up there as well. And um, I think he's sure of a big run tonight. Jallo has, was a winner up there a couple of weeks back. Might appreciate an extra furlong. I'm not quite sure. But again, you never know. Uh, number eight, a memory is another one that I think would have a bit of a chance here. That's been running well without. He's, he's won a couple of times, but hasn't won for a while. And uh, drawn well, Luke McAteer in the saddle. Decent booking there. And uh, Jallo, a winner here a couple of weeks back. Again, like I said, one that might appreciate further than seven furlongs. I'd have a little each way bit on a memory there, but watch out for number seven. 745, this is a 7 furlong series handicap, and um, there's just 12 runners down to go here. The favourite today was number 9, Many Tears, 7-2, it was 4-1, number 7, Vadiana, 5-1, number 4, she's in the game, 6-1, number 2, Queen Med, and 8-1, uh, Bar. Small field, but the smallest field tonight, but there's still 12 runners there, so... It'd be tricky enough. Many tears won a, a couple of weeks back. But um, interesting here, Geraldine's runner. He has another one in the field, Apricot Twist. And Colin Keane, his stable jock, has opted to ride um, Apricot Twist. So that has to be interesting in itself. Number four, she's in the game, was unlucky in its last run in the Fairy House. I think this could be his first time on the Orwood. I'm not quite sure. No, in fact, she's won there before. She might be the one for the Little East Way punt in that race. Finally, the 815, this is a maiden over six furlongs and um, doesn't look to be too hot a maiden, I have to say. There's 13 runners down to go. The favourite today was number four, cross border, one of the few that has form here, has a few runs without winning. Nine to four, he was. It was five to two, number 11, rattled the onion bag. It was uh, four and a half to one, then number five, Garrett Jem, six to one, number three, Bold Optimist, and seven to one, Bar. Well, cross border, you can see why this one is favourite. Had a couple of decent runs, but has run four times without winning, not getting any easier. Rather, the onion bag has run twice. First run, a very good one. The last day, a little bit uh, disappointing, I have to say. The step back to six furlongs might be in this lad's favour, and who knows, he might end up favourite here, and he could send the favourite back of his home happy. All right, Bear, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Please, God. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Bear. Uh, so that's uh, the racing there in Dundalk. And, of course, that's all on the all-weather track. You need all-weather track uh, these times. OK, on to the Greyhound track, which is all-weather as well now, Nicky, isn't it? Yeah, I think they have uh, should have sand, of, uh, yeah. sand on it yeah, now, yeah. so they'll be OK out there. Look, at, obviously, the, the punters might be the worst, depending on the weather, but I think it's going to get a little bit better. So hopefully it will, and hopefully it'll be decent enough over the weekend as well. Obviously, big games, and we'll be talking about the games that are sw- switched out in Nolan Park uh, later on but the first one down in the, the Freshford Road in the Greyhound Tri- Stadium starts at uh, half seven it's the Welcome to Kilkenny Greyhound Stadium A6525 and in that first race we're going for number five Volcano Franny Alan MacDonald owned and trained from Carla number five to get the better of number two Adoring Quinlan's from Thurless owned and trained Bull Run Bind race number two 
is the split the pot at Kilkenny track it's an 83525 and we're going for number 3 Timaho Cabani it's uh, Kieran McAvoy owned and trained of that particular greyhound to get the better of Jim Lynch is owned and trained number 5 Kilcash Bell race number 3 is the time greyhound nutrition A6525 and we're going for number 5 it's a syndicate from Bolton Glass uh, number 5 Hill Road Paddy to get the better of Liam Peacock's owned and trained number 3 Bogger Ebony Race number four, sales meeting at Kilkenny Track 525, and we're going for number five. Aileen Peacock owned and trained again here, Bogger Buddy, to get the better of a syndicate from Johnstown, trained by Marty Lahey, Warriors Way. Race number five, the WWW Time Nutrition A4 525, and we're going for, in this race, number three, Patrick Hughes owned and trained, recovery time, to get the better of number four, Billy Murphy and Francis Mullins owned and trained, Ascot Bella. Race number six, the Schlieve Kennels Open 525. That's kindly sponsored by Gavin Johns. He's Gayhounds regularly down at the track in Kilkenny. And we're going for number four, Gavin O'Man, his own Marty Lahey train stories, Peewee, to get the better of number six, Jared Everard and Jack Wilson, owned Brendan Everard trained Listaline Range. Race number seven. It's the big final out there tonight. 5,000 to the winner, so we have some serious grounds here. This is what you call Pat Senior hurling out tonight. We're going for number three. It's a syndicate uh, from Gore, Ballyen and Goresbridge, trained by Thomas Buggy. Killinor King, it's had five firsts in his last five races, so that's good form coming into this one. And we're going to go for John Mackey's and Tom Lannan's uh, file, Amy. We've tipped them here a lot. Generally, she's held up very well. She uh, only came third in last week's uh, semi-finals, but we think she just might have caught her breath again and will go off and come in second here. Number five, file, Amy. Race number eight is the Schlieve Kennels Open 525. This is the second uh, race uh, sponsored by Gavin Johns. And we're going for number one, Matt Duns from Carlo Carroll Ramsbottom Train, Kapuka Warrior, a regular at the track outside here and a regular winner as well, to get the better of Tommy's Hewick. That's a syndicate from Paulstown, trained by Michael Donnelly, and that's all uh, called after the famous horse, Hewick. Race number nine, Greyhounds Make Great Pets. That's an A3525. We're going for number six. Bobby Walsh's own, Gary Walsh's trained up there from a tie shed oak pot spot to get the better of number three. Rosemary Buggy and, and Master William Scully. Thomas Buggy trained, Kilgrainy Wise. Race number 10. It's the Deadly Kennels, A5, A2525, and that's a big stake that's starting next week at 12,000 stake, starting next Friday. But in this uh, one, we're going for number four, Nicholas Nolan, owned and trained Triangle Hildago, a regular winner at the track out here to get the better of James Quinlan's owned and trained. Number three, Bull Run Buggy. And finally, race number 11, it's the San Lactans GA Club, Freshford, A1525, and they're going to be the subject of a right discussion here in a while between St. Lactans and uh, Tullerhead. They play the county final tomorrow, but this night week St. Lacton's have a big fundraiser out at the Greyhound track and uh, they will want to be maybe bringing the cup into that but more about that and on. We're going in the first race or for number one in this race Pat Scully's own Marty Light trained the Black Swallow to get the better of number four John Brosnan uh, Paul Hines all Killarney Paul Hennessy trained Tolchin Sid and that will wrap up the Greyhound racing at the Freshford Road tonight before 10 o'clock. Okay thanks Nicky we'll take a break. Friday evenings Talk Sport on 88.7 FM with JJ Kavanagh Bus and Coach Hire. JJ Kavanagh and Sons sponsoring Friday Talk Sport from 6 to 7 on Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM. 
Okay, 24 minutes past the hour of 6 o'clock and uh, we're going to talk hurling and it's uh, the JJ Cavanagh Sons Junior Hurling County Final and it's between St. Lactons and uh, Tullahar Ross Birkin. We say hello to uh, Marty Kennedy of uh, Freshford. How are you, Marty? Not too bad, Pat. How are you? And we have a, a kind of a namesake, Seamus Kennedy from Tullahar Ross Birkin. How are you, Seamus? I'm good, Pat. Thank you. Well, Seamus... And how are you, Pat? Or Seamus, how are Surprise. you? Sorry, yeah. You're, and you're not related. No, we're not related, <laughs> and probably after tomorrow, we won't ever be related. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, do I, I, I was just uh, remembering back, uh, actually 60 years ago now, St. Lactons played Tolliher in the senior county final. Uh, do any of you remember that? Do you remember that, Marty? I do, I do, I do well remember it because um yeah, it was it was a it was a great day. But um I remember going into that game and of course <clears throat> both teams uh the jersey cash that time was both of more black and amber, the striped jerseys and uh Freshford wore the, the Tricassi jerseys on that day. But I was I was only very young at the time and <laughs> I remember roaring for the for the for the black and ambers. <laughs> And my late father reminded me after that we were wear, our team were wearing the 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 the, the, the other colour jerseys that day, but it worked out our race in 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 the, in the finish right. uh, because they won. It wasn't. It was. I remember. I remember it well. It was first or second time in Northern Park. I remember the thing that stood out the same day was the the old stand. Remember the old red Smedic stand with yeah, the Smedic yeah. Printed across the top of it, yeah. yeah. It wasn't a great game. I, it was a tough game the same day, I remember. Right. But Freshford, Freshford got there. I just, on that packet, I just go back one second there to, to be remiss without mentioning that, that the semi final that year because that was a, a great victory for St. Actons. They were 14 points down against the brilliant Brinsbridge team at the time. And they came back in the second half and beat them and went on then to beat Tuller in the final. But yeah, they won 5-2 to 3-7 in that semi-final. They did. Yeah. They were 14 points down at half-time and Alfie went off injured. A lot of mercy and Alfie Hickey, he captained to Kenny in 62. And mm. Sean Buckley went in centre-back and he ran the show. Johnny Butler came in, Killarney got to be good to him, came in wing-back. And uh, they turned it around. It was a wonderful achievement. Seamus Kennedy, you're probably too young to remember 1963. Well, funny that you mention it. Um, I've heard enough about it in the last 60 years, and there are seven of that team uh, alive today, and I suppose they're all going to be there tomorrow, and one of them is Billy Murphy, who captain is on the day, and he's 92. And there's Philly Murphy and Jimmy Cummins and um, there's John Hamilton, Andy Lee, and... Uh, John Hamilton and the law will be there tomorrow to score Tullaher so there's an old score to be settled here they are <laughs> and I, su- <laughs> I suppose three of that team have grandsons um, playing around the panel tomorrow who um, are they? Walter Welch well Philly Murphy would have a grandson in Walter Welch and um, you'd have Phil Murphy then who would have Laren Marty playing and sure uh, Owen Kennedy and Simon then their grandfather would have been Simon Kennedy very good, right. I, I noticed Jamesy Murphy was on the subs. Jamesy Murphy, yes. Uh, sorry, I'm, I forgot to mention Jamesy, our, um, a great referee and a great uh, player for Tullaher. Uh, Jamesy will also be there tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to We're having a lot of support tomorrow, and I'd say it to be a great day. 
Listen, uh, what sort of shape are you in? What's the mood in the parish? I'd say we're very upbeat, you know. We have a good physical, strong team, and I'd say we're in a very good place. Um, we're, there's no fear of us going up here tomorrow. Um, we have a lot of respect for him, but uh, we're going up here tomorrow, and uh, we'll be hoping to give a demonstration in Harlem. Very good. And Marty, uh, will you have to change jerseys again? Uh, we, I, I'd say both teams probably, isn't there? The, the, there was an old rule there one time, I think. What happened in 63 was, I think, that the, the Tullerher Club had been founded longer than St. Acton's, so they were, they, 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 they were allowed to wear their own ones. But I think all clubs now have, have, um, have second, uh, have second, um, uh, regouts to wear in, in, yeah. in the event of a clash. The old, um, yeah, the old rule was uh, that the, the whichever club was uh, formed the longest, uh, they had the the, yeah, the, the call right, yeah, on the jerseys. Yeah, 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 they can. But um, I'm not sure. I hope. I I think I think that's the way. Because I, I think it happened before. With this, yeah, I wasn't at the last game that they played. I don't know what happened. Uh, I can tell you, uh, we're wearing black and St. Lactons are wearing white. White. So white. The, so it's just black and white. Yeah, well, that's yeah. our second colours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Marty, is there many uh, descendants of that '63 uh, winning team? Uh, there is. There's a few. We could match. We we with this. I think there's there's about six or seven of that that team still alive. Thank God. But we have we have connections. We have uh, indeed. We have we have. Um, and we could even go a bit further than the county we, because we have somebody on the sideline with Cork connections, as we, as you probably know, and also Galway. But we have, because Crivon Berrigan, Crivon is the captain of the team. He played fullback the last day. His grandfather, Mick, was um, was a selector in 63, his late grandfather. And, and, and his late granduncle, Jim Berrigan, I think, would have trained the Kilkenny team that beat Cork in the league final in 62. And on that team, that team, of course, was captained, captained by Alfie Hickey at centre-back, the late Alfie, and his grandnephew, Liam, is playing wing-forward tomorrow. So, um, and then, of course, we have the Mahers, um, uh, James, Dara, and, and Patrick, whose grandfather, of course, was the legendary Pa Dillon, and their mother, of course, equally well-known, uh, Gillian Dillon. So we have connections. And just to broaden it out a bit, maybe to get one up on on, on, on Seamus there, that on our sideline we have Stephen Farrell, of course, whose dad was involved for many years, but we have Dr. Bill Beckett. And the Beckett family had given over 60 years of service on and off the field to St. Lactons. And Bill's uh, granduncle, Gary, won hurling and football irons with Cork in the 40s, and he's great-grandfather, Jerry, I think, won a football All-Ireland with Cork in the early years of the 1900s. So, we, 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 have, we have them from everywhere. Right, <laughs> Seamus, with that kind of pedigree now, you haven't the chance. Oh, look, <laughs> I want to wish Fresh for the best of luck tomorrow, and I hope we have a great game, and uh, win, lose, or draw, we're going up there, and... Um, we have an old score to settle with Freshford and um, I look forward to meeting you all tomorrow. Yeah. Well, thanks, Seamus, and likewise here. And sorry, we have another connection with Galway there, uh, Pastor just Paddy Killeen. His, his grandfather, late grandfather Michael, uh, was a sub on the 61 team and, of course, his granduncle John would have played in that famous or infamous 53 All-Ireland against Cork as well. So, 
we have plenty of we have we have great people going back many many years and all the players tomorrow all the parents and grandparents and brothers and sisters have given tremendous uh, help to us over the years here and are very active at different levels of the club and at committee level as well and just uh, on this year Seamus uh, you played fresh for earlier in the year you finished level and uh, the, the the championship has been you've been good in the championship though yeah I suppose listen our trainer there his goal was now is the time to be peaking there were no point in peaking back in June um, now is the time he wants us to peak and he's done a great job it's a new team from two years ago there's a lot of youth involved and uh, a lot of experience so it's a mixture of experience and youth and um, you have Pat Hartley there who will be leading the charge and then you have a lot of young players like Marty Murphy and Lair on board Coleman Sullivan so look there's a mixture of both there tomorrow and um, I hope it goes well I'm looking forward to it all there's great morale in the parish and um, I'd say we'll have a packed house Right and uh, Marty what about St. Lacton's farm? Yeah, we. I say, you know, we, we, we struggled a bit the last couple of days now, but we finished well on both days. You know, we, we, we like in the, 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 we said the league final against Wenger, you know, we started very well and then things didn't go too well, but they came good in the second half. Uh, the last day against, and, and Ballyragget as well, you know, we struggled that day, but we f- we're finishing well. So, like, we, 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 we'd hope... I, I, I'd, I'd appeal to them maybe to make it a little bit easier on us tomorrow if they can you know not to be leaving the suspense for so long but, 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 there, but there's a good mood in it and there's a good set up there and look at sure we um, we'll, I, I heard Seamus staying, staying there a while ago about the strength and physical strength and uh, then well sure we have we have only a lot of small lads little light fellas coming so I don't know maybe Maybe they'll be like salmon tomorrow. They'll be hard to catch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the weather, the weather might suit salmon. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, a loaded one here for you, Marty. Actually, a couple yeah. of them. Uh, it's suggested here in the studio that maybe you wear the three castle jerseys, given that uh, they are winners this year. And then someone texts in, ask Marty if Freshford will wear the Liz Downey jersey tomorrow as a change. Well, the Tricassus ones, I believe, they swapped them after their their big victory. So they're probably, it's just too late now to round them up. And uh, I think the Lisbon lads could possibly have done the same. They'll want their ones. So tomorrow when they play football. <laughs> and on the lighter, Pat, on the lighter note, just there is a fresh, a good strong freshman connection with Tullahor because um, after that, <laughs> after that '63, Mick Mar Sart, who was brother, late brother, Dean played in '61, but also late brother John played in Kilkenny in the '57 All Ireland. Uh, Mick, 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 subsequently, can't have been that bad because he married a, a taller woman, and they're both hale and hearty, living away in the parish. Uh, Mary, she was Mary Cummins. I think her brother could have played corner back on that taller team. But um, Mick, Mick, I don't know whether they met that day now or not, but they, they subsequently settled down and, and are still here in Hartley and Freshburg. Right. Uh, well, actually, Jimmy Cummins was uh, right cornerback that day. So that was probably was, the brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Brother, his brother, her brother, yes. Yeah. I, think, I think he was, yeah. I yeah. met him, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, lads, listen. Enjoy tomorrow. Thanks for coming on this evening and sharing all those memories and those links to sixty years ago. Thanks, Pat. 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 Thanks,
Yeah. Uh, can I just say one thing before I go? I think it would be remiss not to mention it. Tomorrow, we hope, is going to be a wonderful day. But there'll be two families, I'd say, tomorrow will have um, sad thoughts as well. And I, I want to pay a tribute to, to John Fitzpatrick Sr., who is the chairman of our club, and Johnny will be playing tomorrow. They buried their mother a month ago, Phyllis. She was a wonderful, wonderful club person. Uh, and... Alas, she's, she's going to miss out tomorrow and of course uh, she'll be badly missed and she she would love to be there and of course our own end of it too, the Kennedys of course, Ned would be missed tomorrow, his, his son Lacton is a sub in the team and they'd be, they were both tremendous club people and worked hard diligently and quietly for the club and we'll be thinking of them tomorrow as well. No doubt and that, that's and what... Pat, yeah. When you're there on that, we've the very same, we lost the man Paddy Heffern Great servant yes. to the Great club servant. and the county. Great. He played Great. three years as county minor, he did, and Paddy passed away there recently. And he did, I knew him, Seamus, yeah. God have mercy on him, yeah. 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 So we'll re- remember Paddy tomorrow. Well, certainly will. Listen, thanks, lads. Thanks, Pat. Thank you. Good Seamus. Right. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank right. you, Mark. Bye now. Bye now. That's Seamus Kennedy from Berkin and Marty Kennedy from uh, St. Lacton's Freshford. And, uh, you know, that's when you see the tracing back of whose grandsons and nephews and cousins and all the rest. Isn't that where the GA clubs are? That was, a, that was a wonderful chat. I thought that was that was great, though. Now, as, I have, as it happens, I had two uncles playing in that uh, final as well with uh, Freshford bought from Three Castles ironically but uh, the two Daltons Martin and Kevin Dalton yeah yeah. Yeah, so look that was a lovely chat and it's important to reminisce and it's also at the end there it's important to remember people who who uh, put in so much work and they're no longer with us it's it's important to remember those people as well because um, you know every club has a story of people who've passed on without them the club probably would not be where they are today so we should remember those it'll be a good final Pat uh, Tuller have moved into the favourites area because of the way they've been playing recently Freshford have struggled a bit but come, are coming good late in games but they're um, you know they need to be careful if you keep going to the well often enough sometime you'll find it it's, it's gone dry yeah. and uh, they need to be careful they need to start well they need to make sure and mark the big names the Walter Walshers in particular but there's a lot more than Walter on this Tuller team It'll be a good final. I'll uh, I'll have to watch it on the on the iPad because I'm on Camogie Joshi and Thomason tomorrow. But it's on uh, it's on Clubber, so we keep a close eye on it during the two Camogie matches. And uh, Paddy Kelly, have you seen either of them or both of them? I've I've, uh, <laughs> I've, I've watched Tullerher twice there, Pat. So I've been. You're a kind of a Tullerher fan. You're a closet Tullerher fan, are you? Look, I, I'll be I'll be honest with you. I watched them against Emeralds, and I thought they were absolutely awesome for 17 minutes and there was little kinks there I thought maybe that that that, that, that needs to be addressed and I'll tell you it's a sign of a good management team and a sign of a good team they did do that and the next day that they went out against Dixborough they tidied up the, 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 their concentration levels and uh, they were absolutely you know 121 would win you most matches the Dixborough scored 121 and that would win you most matches but they still lost by I think 7 or 8 points and uh, just looking at Tullerher there they have a couple of very good young lads there's a chap there called Larry Murphy wing back he's uh, beside an old stalwart there in Pat Hartley and uh, and, and Cattle Mooney there in the half-back line. And if you look at the five, look at the six forwards, actually, uh, Marty Murphy, Walter Walsh, Jason Shiley, Danny Glenn and Connor Hennessy and Keno Donahue, 
they've been in sparkling form and uh, aided and embedded in, in, in the middle of the field there by Coleman and Sullivan. Look, I, I have enjoyed watching them. Uh, they played some very, very good hurling, very sparkling, uh, but you don't underestimate Freshford. They have, Freshford have a kind of a bounceability thing about them. If they do drop down, they seem to bounce back straight away uh, to the grade that they were in the previous year or something like that. So, And the other thing is they've had a bit of luck and sometimes it's maybe a lucky team might be, you know, it's just to have the luck. But I was, I've been looking forward to it myself and um, uh, I, I, it's going to be a great game. I would hope it's a, it's a cracking game. And uh, look, uh, like I said, Tullahar, just for me, have been very, very sparkling. And right. I, I've enjoyed them now. I've enjoyed watching them. Okay, both have good sets of forwards, haven't they? Ah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, no, there's quality teams. You look. To be fair, we're going to talk about the intermediate after the break. Yeah. The, the four best teams are in the finals. Yes, the two true. best yeah, juniors, yeah, yeah. and no you know, there's nothing fluke about it. They're there yeah, on absolute yeah, merit. Yeah. And the game between Freshford and Tuller that we had broadcast live actually over in uh, Palmerstown earlier in the year yeah. was a cracking game as well. Yeah. Now, Walter Walsh wasn't playing, and James Marr wasn't playing. So I just said that had the makings of a final, and it turned out that way. Yeah, yeah. So, look, um, as I said, Tuller gone in his favours, but uh, I think Freshford Freshford will have a big say in this yet. This is far from a, this far from a done deal. All right, and Benjamin says, uh, enjoy the. the the chat and uh, he's uh, good luck to both of them tomorrow it's a shame yeah. both can't go up that's the cruelty of sport and we had another text in there great chat with two lovely fellas we see what they're like on the sideline <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> alright split the pot Christy Wallace 735 euros I'll be down for a new set of tyres there Christy <laughs> in Tyreland Christy will fit him for nothing I'd say no trouble he might give them to me for nothing actually Anyway, Jim Cashin was the promoter Martina Dowd uh, 80 euro Tommy Dowd the promoter and Theresa Fox 50 euro Mick Cummins was the promoter there JJ Cavanagh Sons keeping the country moving for almost a century JJ Cavanagh Kochar supporting Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM <laughs> oh God, you get them all, don't you? <laughs> anyway, Miles has a now has a, a noisy dog. I say it's an old greyhound you're running tonight, uh, Miles. Anyway, he was barking and he didn't hear who won spit the pot. It's Christy Wallace, wasn't you, Miles? I'm afraid. Seven hundred and thirty-five euros. Martina Dowd eighty euros and Theresa Fox fifty euros. So there you are. Hopefully the dog will stop barking. Put an old muzzle on him. And Maybe he won't bark as loud. <laughs> no, no lead earring now for him. That's all right. All right, Pat, we have a few other bits and pieces tomorrow and we mull and the bat are off tomorrow on their journey up to Strad Valley and Leash for the take on Valley Line in, in the Leinster Club Intermediate Football Championship. We'll have updates there from uh, Shane Coogan. The AIB Leinster Junior Club Championship Football that takes place up in the Downs Jay Grounds in Mullingar where Liz Downey uh, meet Kilbeg and Shamrocks. We have, we'll get someone to do that one. We haven't that even got yet. We talked about Freshford and Tuller, okay. Under uh, 21D, John Knox and St. Patrick's in John's Park at 2 o'clock tomorrow, as is Sleeve Row and Carrick Shock at 2 o'clock in Sleeve Row. Now, at 12.30 St. Martin's in Ireland, they were due to play in UPMC in Olin Park as the curtain raiser to the Junior County final. That's now switched to Gordon, obviously, in Olin Park. They're obviously not able to take that many games the one day, and I think, to be fair, that's understandable. 
a couple of uh, then on Sunday the big game obviously is the Munkine and Thomas which we'll talk about in a moment and the uh, under 21 is uh, Tullerone Blacks and Whites in Tullerone at 12 o'clock and at 12.30 a game that was to be the curtain raiser to the uh, Michael Ling Motors intermediate final is the under 19 D final uh, between Fenians and the Emirates at, that's at half 12 now it's, that's been played out in uh, Ballyragget uh, and of course tomorrow we have the double header down in Thomastown in the Camogie, the Intermediate County Final at 1 o'clock, Roar in the Steag in Thomastown and the Senior Final at 3.30 Dixborough and Winegap and we'll be down at both of those games and finally we're sending Paddy Kelly out to Muckalee tomorrow because Muckalee take on Athlone ladies in the first round of the Leinster uh, Junior Club Championship so Paddy will be on duty there for us as Muckalee hope to commence the journey that they really had a great time up there last year so they have the uh, Paddy was told that all the tea and cakes and everything will be ready for him when he arrives out in Muckalee tomorrow and he'll be able to... Anyway, let's go on quickly to some other sports in rugby. On this Sunday, Kilkenny first are at home to Dundalk in Folkestown. Uh, last weekend, they lost uh, 27-22 to a tie. And also on Sunday at 1.30, Kilkenny seconds are at home to Dundalk seconds. The seconds, Kilkenny seconds, lost 32-25 last week to a tie. A big rugby this weekend, of course, is the, the first semi-final of the Rugby World Cup tonight, today, at o'clock, Argentina and New Zealand, and the second one tomorrow night, England and South Africa. Uh, Women's International Ireland play Colombia at 2 o'clock on Saturday. In hockey, in the uh, Saturday, the Men's Mills Cup, Kilkenny first versus Ratgar first. They've at home, all Kilkenny games are at home, actually, tomorrow as it happens. Women's Division 1, Kilkenny first versus Avoca first. Women's Division 7, Kilkenny seconds versus Ratgar thirds. Women's Division 10, uh, Kilkenny thirds versus Trinity uh, fourths. And actually, Kenny men play next Thursday Division 1A Kenny first versus Dublin University first so they're going well in all uh, in all uh, competitions there in basketball it's a 7 o'clock tip off in O'Loughlin Gales on Saturday night from Arbor City Hawks against my Talca Rovers and as uh, the big Formula 1 is in uh, America but already the winner is known so maybe that takes a little bit of uh, the heat out of it and there's some uh, big golf competitions taking place as well a uh, number of the aired the um, Premier Division games off tonight no Shamrock Rovers games or no Cork City games on tonight uh, water logged off Derry versus Shelburne Sligo Rovers versus Dundalk and Bohemians versus St. Pat's and in First Division it's Bray Wanderers versus St. Harps Cove Ramblers versus Kerry Galway versus Wexford Watford versus Treaty United and Athlone versus Longford Town a huge weekend of county finals 16 county finals taking place this weekend and the URC Rugby Championship just like the World Cup is over back in action again Ulster away to Zebrit, uh, that's on uh, Saturday. Ospreys uh, away to Connacht, uh, Connacht at home to Brospreys, maybe better way of putting it. Munster at home to Sharks, and on Sunday, Leinster travel to Glasgow. So uh, that's it all, Pat. Uh, lots of activity outside of the GA, which is the primary focus. Okay, and the intermediate county final, it's uh, Thomastown against uh, Moonkine. Well, I suppose, again, Moonkine are, um, Thomastown are in their fourth final in five years. Uh, lost the semi-final in the other year and uh, it's now or never for them now the I had heard during the week Jack Holden was injured he's not I got to make, well I was given wrong information I think Zach Bay Hammond might be out with a hamstring uh, he'll be a loss he's been going well but it's now or never for Thomas Town. I think that the conversations we've had with uh, and Jerry Drennan had as well with um, uh, Noel Doherty would indicate that there's been huge mental focus on the team this year and I think that's uh, that's the abiding thing that will go into this final the whole mental focus they're good enough hurling wise but they just have managed to kind of grab defeats from the jaws of victory in some of the matches that went in recent times so um, I think they're playing a decent team now I think Von Kiner are good and uh, are a 
I thought I was very impressed. They really won their semi-final quite comprehensively against Liz Downey. And, but I do think it's still Thomas Towns to lose. But again, if they can get over that mental blockage, that is their biggest obstacle. Because no matter how it's a big job that Noel has done now, and I think uh, and the colleagues are working with them, and I think they have a they have one big game to get out of the way. But it's not going to be easy. But I I, I do think this is going to it's going to be the year. And I think the key thing is going to be the fact that they won the under twenty one A and against Moonkind last year I think psychologically that'll be important because some of the key players they'll, they'll have playing on Sunday will be from that under 21 team and I think they bring a lot to the table yeah, Paddy? Yeah, looking forward to it Pat, yeah, uh, Thomas Stone like uh, Nicky has said there they've been in a lot of finals but I think there's a different cut about them this, there, this year you know and uh, I think that they're more focused. It's not that they weren't focused in the other years, but I think mentally they might be more relaxed and and uh, they're approaching the final in in, in, a, in a positive humour and um, just not to maybe let the final, you know, finalists take on a life of their own and not to let the, the occasion get to them and maybe just play like they normally play and, and, and like if it was in Piltone or Greg the Man or Thomas or not like that sort of. But Moonkine, as 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 uh, Nicky said there, they have a lot of that under-21 team and so have Thomas Town. Thomas Town have, uh, have a younger feel to them there at the moment there's a lot of youngsters coming through there and uh, they mightn't have the, possibly the, the, the hang ups of, of, of previous defeats uh, going into this uh, th- this final you know and uh, Moonkind look they're, they're, they're there by merit they have some good forwards uh, last year's I just remembered the under 21 final If you don't, it was a high scoring game so I'd be you know Defenses, defenses are everything, you know. And it's whoever has the best defense tomorrow, will pro- or on Sunday, will probably come out in it. But I think it's possibly Thomas Town's time to maybe get to the top table in in senior, and uh, this could be their year. Yeah, isn't it about uh, maybe like I suppose breaking it down into lines? Two half back lines are very strong. Well, Paul Henry has been outstanding for. Um, he's probably been the outstanding centre half back in intermediate hurling <coughs> this year. And he has been the launching pad for many in attack. I mean, he's been marshalling the defence very well and has been uh, stepping up and giving liberal supply of the ball into the uh, Moonkind attack. And I think overall, Moonkind are probably... They, they're playing as a better balanced team this year. Maybe individuals are popping up in the last year or two, but I think they're playing more as a, as a, as a team now at the moment. But nevertheless, I also think that... Um, that Thomas Town have improved myself. I think that the the Donnellys bring great uh, great presence to it. I think John John and um, including in that is John Donnelly, uh, and I think he's a, he's a he's a key key player to them. But a lot of them younger lads now are uh, have thrown off the shackles now and are, and are, and are, and are no longer the sort of team that uh, were certainly uh, there in the past. Just from to get a, get a copy. Yeah, well, um, you know, I think um, I think the return of Jay Bork. Uh, at full back I mean he's on the inter-county panel like and he comes back at uh, in at, uh, at number three and Eddie Donnelly is named as at, at, uh, um, centre back yeah well I saw Jay those two positions are, that's new spine to the team the first game, serious game that Jay Burke had back from the injury was when he played he actually played against Liz Downey in the junior B section that was actually we were covering that match and uh, that was his first game coming back and uh, you know he was really working he, again he was targeting that he would be well back by this stage which is the case he's a serious hurler he has inter-county experience in the sense of being with the squad inside so that's clearly good learning ground for him and uh, that'll be 
strong. But look, Munkine have some very nippy forwards and all over the field. So they, they won't fear. The one thing about Munkine is a club, they, they're a confident type of club that uh, will not be overawed by what's, uh, what's in front of them, like Thomastown, because they were there for the last four or five years. That, that, won't, uh, that won't impact uh, Tuller, uh, Munkine how they will approach this game. Yeah, like pa- Walsh is a key man and uh, is a quilty on the wing That's and right, uh, then they the, the have um, a couple of more you know well, the O'Neill's and uh, yeah. Croak and uh, Pa Walsh and you know they have some very very nippy players and uh, you know these guys are not so long ago since they won the club all Ireland as well at junior level and the confidence that's gained from that gives you a, yeah. gives you plenty yeah. of, a, of assurance and they're a confident club and it feeds into the team when they go out into Nolan Park yeah and they're, they're, they're the kind of a team that feeds off the crowd momentum and oh, the crowd yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that kind yeah. of thing oh, yeah. Yeah. well that's why Thomastown have got to get stuck in from early on and, and mm. uh, exert a bit of control mm. I mean Thomastown have had hiccups during the course of the year here I mean I look at Lachlan Gales were relegated and uh, there was one day I don't, know who, had, I don't know who we had covered in the match mm-hmm. here but every time we, hadn't, we weren't doing it live but every time we went back to him there was a bag of goals being that's scored right, it was yeah. incredible I think yeah. it was Richie Power actually yeah. uh, there was more goals being scored so it does show you that Thomastown have vulnerabilities in their team as well and uh, if, they sh- if they display those vulnerabilities on Sunday, well, Moonkind will capitalise. Mm. Listen, what about the Camogie County final? And uh, we're looking at Wine Gap in their first one. And is it, um, what is it, four or five in a row now that uh, the Borough are in? Well, the Borough are the dominant, definitely the dominant team. Uh, not sure if the Borough should sure, Thomas Town won two years ago. So, uh, yeah, but in the, the final. Or in, the, or in the final. They won last year. They won last year. Yeah, 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 the yeah, the Borough have been the standout Camogie team in Kilkenny. And I, and I think probably the, the other two city teams are probably making good progress in that direction as well. Now, I saw. I saw one got playing uh, Connie in the earlier on game. We had a game live, and uh, very impressed by it. You know, they did concede a few goals to Connie, and uh, but in the end of the day, they were very strong up the middle. I mean, Catherine Foley, who played with Kenny at once, she was absolutely majestic, and um, Denise Gall was all over the field, and Michaela Keneally as well. They all show their experience in that, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of younger players that are that are there as well. Look, the Borough will still be the favourites. I mean, they they are a game against. Uh, uh, Pinto last week, yeah. you were at that part. Mm. It was a pretty dogged affair by all accounts. Uh, was how you described it. I mean, if if Gwanga are going to win this match, they're they're going to have to uh, they're going to have to make it very competitive and very physical as well. Uh, I think because the the, the Borough certainly are very they're a very good team. They're very even. Uh, they're very Borough. even, yeah, and they're yeah, well matched. Yeah, they're well yeah. matched around mm-hmm. the field. Now, I think the day is going to be better. Listening to weather forecasts, I think there's a good chance the day will be fairly decent, and uh, I think that will that will certainly be uh, to well both teams want to drive but I think it'll certainly yeah. suit the borough Munkine are looking for the double they're in the intermediate Camogie final as they well they are and, and uh, they overcame a, a, a a good O'Loughlin's oh, a fancy O'Loughlin's team there if you don't mind me saying so because they were they were uh, after winning the league final, yeah, so they were, right, and yeah. they bet the rower in the, and I think they bet the rower by six or seven points and they had good form going into it and uh, but uh, Moonkind they have a lot of players there that's that's um, that are the Sarah Crowley Emer uh, Quilty is alive uh, in the half back line they have uh, Roisin Crowley Deirdre Walsh she's been on uh, that team and she played inter-county at, at underage uh, she's very good uh, Neve Crowley, who's Sarah Crowley's sister, Laura Wall, they, they've and they've a, a good mix. And there's uh, at the back there, they have Marie Corcoran there and uh, Marianne Walsh. It's a good mix from there. Now look, um, looking at the roar. The Roar, when they get to a final, they're a tough team to beat. Uh, I don't care what anyone They lost said. last year's final to, to, to uh, James Stevens. Yeah. yeah, but they were in... Uh, it was a game of two halves, Pat, really, because I was at that commentating yeah. myself. And it was a game of two halves with the wind and all like that. But they're just... You know, if they, they, um, 
the girl that carries a Cueva Morta Cueva Morta she gets a ball you have Kelly Hamilton there you know <laughs> yeah well yeah. they're scoring goals in this yeah. championship yeah, that's, they, the, that's they, been their hallmark so far yeah, isn't yeah. it but look uh, like I said uh, if, if there's no team that the, the Roar are not an, an easy team beat and Munkheim will have to be very very good to, to, to get over them there away you leaning I would fancy I was putting you know I would fancy because uh, of my experience and all of that I would go with the Roar Right. So would you? Yeah, I, well, obviously I'm going with the Borough in the first match. I just feel their experience in the second game. Now, the last time I saw Munkine playing was in the Junior County Final a couple of years ago. They yeah, won that's it right, below yeah. Callan. Yeah, that's right, and they were no, very good. I haven't that. seen them since, but they seem to have progressed very well. Yeah. And so, I, I look at I, I really won't call that from because I haven't seen any Paddy has been uh, yeah. closer to the actions yeah, than yeah. me. Looking forward to the two finals, though, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, Jim Rowan says Carrick Shocks under 21 game is at 12 noon tomorrow. Well, no. I'm, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with him. Uh, We're not going to argue with him. That's fair enough. It was yeah. down for two o'clock. Yeah. But if Jim Rowan says it's at twelve o'clock, I won't argue with Jim Rowan. Uh, yeah. Jim, Jim, and no. Oh, if there's anyone that'll know, it'll be Jim. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. then you're sort of the the junior. Oh well, I go on with. I'll I'll give Freshford a slight nod. I think Muck, um, I think Mullivat might stay winning, but I think his Downey might have a difficult challenge going to uh, play Kilbeg and Shamrocks. Okay. And I think the Muckalee women, yeah, with oh. Paddy on board out there, they can't lose. Oh, sure. <laughs> no, no. I am going for the junior pat. As you said, I'm a closet uh, Tullerher Ross Berkin fan, so I'll give them the nod. But like, I, I wouldn't uh, count on me because I make Jim Cashin look like Mystic Meg. So you know. <laughs> so and, and for the, I go for for Thomastown in in the in the intermediate. intermediate. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'd go with Thomastown too. Yeah. Oh, and Thomastown yeah. as well. Okay. Sorry. All right, and uh, the and uh, you even covered the football. That was oh yeah, uh, well, yeah, that's it. Yeah, going, that, yeah. Well, credit to both teams now for Wednesday night. Now, Pat, you know we're yeah, in here we're with a little that, meeting yeah. on Wednesday yeah. night, and it was a dog rough night. We went out to play football. To be honest about it, <laughs> uh, credit to both teams. They gave it their all. It's only were that bit better now, and it, the, the the margin at the end reflected the superiority, and they could have had. I was chance told they ended up with a better team at the end than the start. That the subs coming on were improve the, ma- the, the the team I wouldn't make any such comment at all and the night that was in it <laughs> oh, I wouldn't blame I wouldn't blame anybody see I'd say you, might, you might be glad to be especially when you were fairly sure of winning you might be glad to be taken off and given yeah. somebody else yeah. an opportunity ok alright we'll be covering all the matches over the weekend as usual and we've managed the matches so yeah we'll have managed the match uh, tomorrow yeah. the community around Kenny City Jedrick Havinson's managed the match tomorrow Pat Tracy Jerry Renan on duty on that and on Sunday it'll be the uh, community around Kenny City Michael Lee Motors managed the match and Kieran Downey Muldowney and myself will be organising that. Oh, well, Kieran and Jerry are the pin-up boys, so oh, they'll yeah. be they'll be in the photo. That's all right. The yeah. others will be behind the camera. <laughs> Wide angle lens for me. Right, thanks, lads. Bye and God bless. Take Bye. care. Bye. Communities in action coming up next.